What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HillVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast about food and fitness. I am Sadie. I'm Sasha. Today we're going to answer a question we've both asked ourselves and have had people ask us in the past. I feel like a lot of our episodes actually are just like, hey, this is a question someone's <laughs> asked us in the past. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is no different. The question being, why should I hire a trainer or coach? And that mm-hmm. is a really, really good question yeah. because there are a million different training methods out there. There are a million different trainers out there. And ultimately, the decision's going to come down to what can fit into your budget. However, that does not mean that you can't afford a quality trainer on a budget. So mm-hmm. you just need to know what to look for. We're going to yeah. explain why hiring a coach is a game changer. Um, you're yeah. going to get better results. You're going to get a personalized approach. And there's more to it than just fitness. Plus, we'll give you some tips and what you should avoid when you're looking for a coach. Yeah, that's also very important. Yes. You're going to see better results with a coach as long as you're willing to put in the effort. You've been working out and eating better for months, but you've stalled out or not seeing the results that you want to see. You're not losing the inches that you want to lose. Your clothes aren't are still fitting the same. Um, we've all been there. It's really yeah. frustrating. Yeah. We, have, <laughs> um, we have been there. Oh my goodness. It, it is so frustrating, but hiring a coach and doing some research is going to help you reach your goals by assessing, um, whether or not your goals that you've set for yourself are realistic. Um, if they're achievable, if they aren't, your trainer will help you tweak your goals to make them more manageable in smaller chunks to build up to the big end goal. And that's not saying that your goals or what you have laid out for yourself isn't a good goal or right. that it's not attainable. It just might not be attainable right away. Right. And it might um, be it might be too big of a goal. Yeah. Maybe you need to pare it down a little bit and approach it in a different way. Everybody says they want to lose 30 pounds, but you're not going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Right. Unless you have a tapeworm <laughs> or like Oregon Trail cholera diarrhea or, or anything like or that. Or you're not eating yeah, sufficiently. Yeah, or you're not eating. You're starving like, yourself to get there. You're not going you to lose do that. You're not going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Mm-hmm. So if that's your goal to lose 30 pounds in 60 days, in 90 days, your trainer is going to look at that and they're going to be like, all right, that's a good goal. That's a good goal to have. Yeah. That's a good number. That'll put you in a healthy place. You're going to look great. You're going to feel great. Mm-hmm. That, however, the number is not going to be achievable in that amount frame. of time. So right. they'll help you break it up maybe 10 pounds in three months. Yeah. Yeah. Something that is um, attainable, achievable, but 
that you can make the building blocks of sustainability to yes. actually get there and then continue to build on those goals in the long run. Because half the battle for tra- for training, especially, and nutrition, is like everybody focuses on when you get there, but then nobody knows what to do once you're there. Right. Everybody puts so much on the, how do I get there? I want to get there as fast as possible. Well, A, it's not going to be fast. Yeah. B, you there may change about 80 million times <laughs> yes, in exactly. the process. Um, so you just want to make sure that you are working with somebody that's going to help you break up those big goals into more manageable pieces Mm -hmm. that will be attainable in shorter periods of time, which will keep you motivated. It's going to keep you feeling good. It's going to make you confident. The other thing that coaches will do, which will help with your results is give you variety. Variety is, you know, we know the saying, the variety is the spice of life. And it's definitely necessary with fitness because when we make our own workouts, we often avoid the things we don't want to do. You know what I fucking hate to do? Burpees. Oh, you know what I, I never, love burpees. You know what I never program into my own workouts? Burpees. Burpees. Never. What? Oh, really? With the programming you make for everybody else has lots of them. I see how it is. That's, I see how it is. Yes. Do but, as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Duh. Hello. Well, for example, in my case, I hate, hate doing pull-ups and push-ups. I hate them. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. I'm not great at them. But... The goals that I have set out for myself require me to do that work because it is strength that I need to have for my long-term goals, which in mo- many cases for myself is lifting more weight. Yep, I have to have that strength in those areas, so I have to do those things. Your coach will program in the stuff that you don't want to do, but thinking big picture-wise to get you to your goals. You're going to know how to do those movements properly as well. G.I. Joe's right when he says knowledge is power. Please don't sue us. Sidebar, please don't sue us. (laughs) Please don't sue us. (laughs) A good trainer is going to adjust your programming to make exercises more effective as well. They'll do that by pointing out mistakes in your movements, for example, and then suggest more efficient and better ways to perform said movements. Don't take it as an attack. Like it is a positive critique to get you to where you want to go. That was hard for me to Mm -hmm. not take it personally when my movements weren't great when I started, but you're just starting. Your movements aren't going to be great. That's part of the territory. And that's, that's again, why it's beneficial in our opinion to hire a coach or a trainer, because you will have somebody that will be form tweaking you, form checking you constantly. And especially when you get into more like complex arenas of fitness, yeah. like if you want to start doing CrossFit or if you want to start mm-hmm. doing Olympic lifting or powerlifting or anything that you're going to move some serious weight around or do some very high level cardio, you're going yeah. to want someone that knows their shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's super necessary, especially in the arena of like CrossFit or Olympic lifting. Oh God, yes. That's where Those it's the movements most are important. really difficult. And there are things that you have to do that you may not, because it's like so quick, the movement is, but there are so many things that you have to do in that short amount of time to do the movement properly. You want somebody's eyes on that. You miss out a lot in Olympic lifting when you don't have someone yelling verbal cues at you. Yes. And I have learned that as someone that went from working out in a gym to went to training by myself after mm-hmm. COVID, you know, I mean, Phil will come out and yell yeah. cues at me or Lats. whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hey, straighten your back and fucking pull. Screw your knees. Or feet screw into your the ground. feet. Yeah. Screw your knees though. Screw. You're going to have snatches. Twist today. them out. <laughs> yeah. Screw your knees. Um, but screw your feet into the ground, stuff yes. like that. Um, it's just not the same when you're doing it by yourself mm-hmm. to start versus when you have somebody there with you. Having that extra person there is really, really important. But yeah, yeah, looping back to the criticism, like you do have to be receptive to some level of criticism. Well, and here's the thing too, like even coaches have coaches because 
you're not going to be perfect at every movement all the time, 100% of the time, especially when you start adding weight to things. You're, there are things that might be lacking, like, for instance, my front squats Yes. the other day. I sent Sadie a video because I wanted to know if it counted, if my legs were parallel enough, but she pointed out the slight curve in my upper back, which means that I need to do more movements to strengthen that upper back so I'm not caving in. Yep. To However, do the movement your legs, properly. Your legs were good. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. And and as a client, um, sometimes if you've never had a trainer before, if you've never worked out before, criticism from a trainer should sound like, hey, this movement looks like it's at a good foundation. However, mm-hmm. we're going to need to tweak X, Y, or Z. Right. So like when I Sasha want you to sent focus me, on this. Yeah, Sasha sent me the video and I said, hey, those legs are good. However, your upper back is falling, so that means we need to work on your front rack. Mm -hmm. That is completely acceptable criticism from a coach, a trainer, a friend, Mm -hmm. anybody that you look up to. Um, How much criticism should you take? We'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Um, Coaches are going to help you stay motivated. You're going to avoid burnout. If you're working with a trainer, you're way less likely to be fucking around while you're in the gym, one. Resting 10 minutes in between each movement. Yes. One, because you have money invested. Two, because Mm -hmm. someone's around to keep you on task. So they're going to help you stay motivated when you hit those plateaus because they're Mm -hmm. going to happen. They always happen. Yep. They're frustrating as hell every time. It doesn't matter where you are. If you plateau, that shit sucks. Yep. And you want somebody that you can vent to that's going to help you like push through that. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes a lot of cycles, people quit. Sometimes cycles are typically four, six, eight week in- increments. Mm-hmm. And that can get boring because you're doing the same exercises for a month, month and a half, two months straight. Yep. But they're necessary to build those muscles and those muscle groups and get that strength up before you go on and progress to the next level of what you're going to be training. Speaking of things I hate doing that I used to have to have programmed and that I still do because it's necessary (laughs) hollows and arches. Oh, Uh, one of my previous trainers programmed those for me all the time. And when it comes to coaches, yeah, you hire a coach. I used to have a coach that was a high level competitive CrossFit athlete Mm -hmm. and she had a coach as well. Like, Bama Burr. Bama Burr has a coach and yeah. she is a world record holding power lifter. Like yeah. that's the correlation that I take away from seeing people with coaches mm-hmm. is that you're not guaranteed to have success when you hire a coach, but you're also not guaranteed to fail and right. you're going to get as much in out of it as you put into it in the process. Absolutely. So if you have that person teaming up with you, you're more likely to succeed. Absolutely. Um, a trader is also going to help you avoid making excuses yeah. and scheduling difficulties because they their job is to work around your schedule. Yep. A good coach will help you create a program that fits into said schedule, including very detailed instructions on what to do on days when you train by yourself um, or if your coach can't be there. And that'll happen. I mean, it's bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Sometimes your coach is going to go on vacation and you're going to be on your own for a couple of days. It's, right. it's okay. As long as they leave you very detailed instructions and send you videos. And then usually they'll kind of hand you off to another trainer in the interim. Yeah. Like, hey, here's your workout. If you need anything, talk to this person. Right. Um, that's pretty standard procedure. Yeah. You'll also avoid injury by working with a trainer. And I feel like this is probably the most important part of working with a trainer Mm -hmm. uh, is avoiding injury because that's going to sideline you quicker and longer than anything else in the game. Like we said earlier, you're going to learn how to do these movements properly. And this is the biggest component of avoiding injury. You're also going to have someone around to spot you when you can't get that barbell back on the rack or that chest press just ain't coming back up. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody wants to have a... A chest press crush their 
sternum yeah. or their or have to drop <laughs> off in a gym setting you don't want to break your esophagus with right. a barbell no, that does don't. not sound like a good time um yeah. you also need someone to hold your feet while you're learning how to do handstands so you don't fall on your face you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is invaluable absolutely that's, that's really another large component of why you should hire a coach yeah and when you're hiring a, a coach or a trainer you should be getting someone that's an authority in their field um and with that you will re- you'll receive a completely custom tailored programming Um, and training plan to fit your body type, your goals, um, your nutrition, and your abilities. This has been like the most interesting thing for me to learn while I'm going through personal trainer certification Mm -hmm. is how to program for different body types Mm -hmm. and different just bodies in general. Like, hey, can't do this movement, can't do this or whatever. Like an adaptive training is really cool too. And having scaling options for, you know, some days you're going to be super sore and you might not be able to do a barbell back squat. Mm -hmm. So you'll do body weight squats mm-hmm. that day just to, you know, and you'll get just those do more muscles. of them. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Your trainer or your coach is likely to help you clean up your diet, which mm-hmm. is always a bonus. That's going to help you a lot. If you're having a hard time putting the right foods into your mouth, mm-hmm. uh, which is okay. It happens to all of us. Right. And it's a hard thing to transition out of if you've been eating a certain way for a long time. It is, uh, relearning how to eat, retraining your brain on portion sizes and all of that jazz. Like it's funny. Like your, your brain remaps your taste buds after a while. Have you yeah. noticed that? Yeah. I can't eat a candy bar anymore. And Not the same hurts way. My soul. Depends. Has to be a very small As a woman, one. sometimes I can. <laughs> oh, there it and is. It usually it's because it's, you know, specifically surrounded by hormones. Sometimes there are days where you take down that entire king size Snickers in three bites. It oh, happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trainer, but like the, your trainer's going to understand that. Though, yes, too. exactly. Well, and it's not, we, we say this a lot, but it's not going to like one candy bar. Isn't going to derail your progress. No. It's just the habitual eating of a candy bar every day that yeah, might. Just don't do it every day. For me, when I hired a trainer, that was the most valuable part to me was the nutrition part because I had no idea how much more I needed to be eating and of what to get to where I wanted to go. Um, I had never, I bring up the half marathon a lot, but that was the last thing I trained really hard for. I had no idea how I was supposed to be eating when I was supposed to be eating. Um, but having a trainer to keep me accountable for those things, and a ch- I had a chart. I had to fill out a chart every single day of the week. How much fiber are you eating? How many grams of carbs, protein, fat? What did you eat? How did you feel after this day? How did you feel after your long run? Yep. Those things are super invaluable. And it's still to this day, things that I think about and keep in mind in, in my toolbox. Yeah. Like now I'm super aware of it just because I, I did pay a trainer for a little bit. Yeah. And that's another thing that you should uh, think about as well is some sort of a log book. Mm-hmm. Um, to to log your training if you would like Even a some. notebook yeah you know? but we've, we've got, got templates yeah too. we've got freebie pages up at meheadtestkitchen.com so you can go check that out um, a trainer or coach is also going to evaluate evaluate your movements to see what needs work first yes um, this goes back to setting you up for success as well and there will always be introductory stuff that you'll have to do because you need to have a solid base when um, you're really ready to dig into whatever training style you picked Whether they're in person or you have a virtual coach, which is super popular now, I always recommend filming yourself for two reasons. One, you can look back at like that meme, where it started, how it's going. Um, I look back at my first, like when I started kind of transitioning into more CrossFit style. Oh my God. I was laughing. 
because uh, it's been just, it's a stark difference, but that's for your own personal reference, but also to send to your coach so that they can see your movement and do a couple different angles from the side, from the front. I still have my first before photos. Oh, I do too. They're in a hidden folder. A little spaghetti. On my iPhone. (laughs) That's what I was. Oh, I look like the Pillsbury (laughs) Doughboy. Pastiness and in volume crammed into a bikini. Yeah, it's awful. Um, But they're there. And it's fine. Like, that's why you keep them, just right. to, to remember how far you've come. It's really difficult, too, I think, when you see yourself every single day. Like, if you haven't seen somebody in a year, they're going to see the results that you're not seeing because Absolutely. you see yourself every day. Yeah. It's, it's also just, like, a, a reference point and to, like, pat yourself on the back a little bit, too. Yes. Your trainers should also – they can – and they should program around injuries. Um, as long as it doesn't hurt your entire body to move, you should be able to work out and you should try to move your body in some fashion, even, even when you're injured. Um, Mm. a trainer's going to help you with some rehab exercises. They'll also help you train around like that bum foot or that angry shoulder. Like your arm might be pissed, but that doesn't mean you can't do some cardio or your, your foot might be mad. You might've broken your pinky toe and you can't squat for eight weeks. (laughs) So you're going to do everything else. No (laughs) leg days for you. Right. On that same token too, they, they're going to provide programming to avoid those injuries and can offer mobility training for those areas that might be tight, like your hips and your shoulders. Like that for me, like just knowing and having those mobility exercises helps a great deal to prevent injury, but also to keep those joints and everything liquefied. Yes. <laughs> um, my One of my trainers had me actually read the book Becoming a Supple Leopard, and mm-hmm. that book is great. Hopefully someday we can have Kelly Starrett on the show. That would be awesome. Yeah. Becoming a Supple Leopard is a must if you want to do weight training in any serious form. I feel mm-hmm. like that. And starting strength are like the two books that you need to read if you're oh, yeah. going to get into weightlifting. And we should probably start that Meathead Book Club at some yeah. point, but we haven't done that yet. <laughs> um, so just make sure that you're you're listening to your body, but you're also listening to your coach. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that your coach is going to do is at some point, they're setting you up to eventually be able to train on your own. Now, yeah. there's always going to be exceptions. But for most people, they don't necessarily want to work with a trainer forever. And that's okay. Your trainer knows that. Your trainer's goal is to arm you with the best information possible so that when you do go out on your own, you're ready to kill it. They want you to be prepared. They want you to be informed. They want you to know how to avoid injury. They want all of those things because they want you to succeed. Right. Exactly. Um, I kind of think of a um, coaches and trainers as like an accountability buddy. Yes. Um, you're paying them to help keep you accountable. Um, you're paying them to maybe be your therapist. Um, <laughs> a at times, bit, yes. You're going to scream at them because you're pissed off because things are going to hurt. Um, and not like you're going to actually injure yourself. I just mean it just they're going to push sometimes. you to the, the max that you can possibly go. And that's kind of what they're there for. Um, you can put them in line with, <laughs> with your hair hairstylist or your tattoo artist, which mean, are yeah. also therapists. Um, and you get to know your trainer really well if you hang out with them a lot and they're probably going to end up becoming a friend of yours. Even though I told them to fuck off constantly, (laughs) my first two trainers are still some of my best friends and they're actually like two of the people that pushed me the most to be like, Hey, you should go get your certification because you know what you're talking about. And I'm like, do I? (laughs) And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I hope so. Thanks guys. Uh, coaches build confidence. Mm -hmm. See, there you go. Both inside the gym and out the gym can be a really scary place if you don't go there much. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I know people that are terrified of the gym, and that makes me so sad. 
because the gym has been, I used to be terrified of the gym as well. So don't feel alone if you're scared of the gym. We've all been there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the gym has become like such a vital component of my life and my mental health and just like Mm -hmm. what I do is like routine that like, I don't know what my life would be like without it at this point. So, and I actually, I just recently switched up my training and like, it's got before I would make excuses not to go mm-hmm. all the time, like constantly. Like, I don't feel I'm tired. I, you know, that's where the find a way, not an excuse, like came up and yes. was huge for me. Like go anyway. But if you have a trainer, you're going to want to go anyway, because otherwise, why are you paying them? Like it's kind of, you're wasting your money. At yeah. That I mean, the only person that's losing out there is you because oh, yeah. they're still getting paid. The gym is yeah. still getting paid. You're just the one that's going to miss out on, you know, doing whatever you had to plan to do so don't do that to yourself um but your trainer is going to be your biggest cheerleader when it comes to your self-confidence they're going to cheer you on when you're crushing your prs Mm -hmm. and they're just going to be kind of a confidant on your journey so the confidence that you gain in the gym will translate to outside the gym Mm -hmm. at like a million fold after a while you just have to stick with one of your snowflakes snowflakes for your snowball that creates your snowman like I, i i can't even if it's like a just a one um like cycle that you have this trainer for just to get like the basics. It's so honestly really invaluable just it, to give you that initial confidence because that initial confidence is going to keep you coming back. And I guarantee you that because we both went through this, Yes, that little bit of confidence, like in the snowball effect, like that's what keeps you going back because that turns into discipline after you have a taste of that yep. and how good you feel about yourself. Cause you're doing something for you. It's, it's amazing. The first high five after you do a squat properly (laughs) is like the best feeling. (laughs) It took me over a month to learn how to properly do a body weight squat. So Mm -hmm. if you have not learned how to do a proper body weight squat and you are a couple weeks into a month or two in, it's okay. Yeah. It's Uh, normal. Like there's a lot of shit to keep in mind when you're doing a squat. It's, you know, heels and knees. Knees over toes, but your knees don't want to go in. And then your back needs to be straight. And you're dropping yeah. your hips straight down. And your shoulders are back. And your head shouldn't be looking down, but it shouldn't be looking. T- like, it's just a lot. That's a lot it's a remember. lot of stuff for a simple movement, right? Right, exactly. So that is where, like, you just, you do it. And then you do it right for the first time. And then you remember how it feels. And then you'll always do it right from yeah. then on. Yes. <laughs> Fuck fear. You are not going to go into the gym and spontaneously combust if you do something no, wrong. No, Nobody's no. going to turn around and point it. Not at, uh, nobody, like nobody. No. I have eaten shit straight up <laughs> belly flopped on the gym floor before. Yes, everybody stopped and looked because I weigh 165 pounds and I'm almost six feet tall. So I made a very loud smack sound when I hit the ground. But nobody laughed at me. Nobody right. pointed at me. Everybody was like, shit, you good? It's like, right. yeah, I'm okay. Everybody's there for like themselves. Yeah. So like no one's going to be, and honestly, when you're working with a trainer, like that's the only thing you're focused on. I know that that sounds maybe counterintuitive. Like you're super self-conscious when you go into the gym for the first time. But when you start working with a trainer, you get that interaction and it kind of distracts you. You're only you. focused on that because yeah. you want to get it right. Like yep. you want to do it right. You're probably sweating and you're pissed off because they're <laughs> kicking your ass. <laughs> You're not, trust me, you're not fucking paying attention to anybody else in that gym and they aren't paying attention to you either. The only time I pay attention to other people at the gym during a workout is if you don't put your shit away or if you walk in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm doing something. Never walk in front of somebody with a barbell in their hands. Walk behind them and don't talk to them. If somebody is, especially if somebody is doing Olympic lifting, do not talk to them until they're done. And then even then 
ask them how long their break is because a lot of times people are on timed breaks and you know mm-hmm. what's really frustrating when you have a 60 second cool down between sets and you get shanghaied by somebody that wants to talk to you for 20 minutes. <laughs> nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> At the end of the day, this whole entire journey is about aging gracefully, right? Yeah. Like life's rough sometimes. I think that we all realized how rough it can be in 2020. Um, so you make things hard. Why make things harder on yourselves than we need to? Like, we really don't need to do that. Our bodies change as we get older. Um, so maybe exercises you used to do aren't going to be the same anymore. A trainer is going to help you adjust your programming as you age and help maintain functionality and strength in your training. Speaking of 2020, making us older, I lived through a hurricane in 2017 and made it out of that without gray hair. 2020 (laughs) is the year that gave me gray hair, bro. Uh, actually, yeah, honestly, Holy I said, shit. they just like stick straight up, like whatever. It's fine. I'm going to age. And of course, they're fuck. always in the fucking front of your head. It's oh, of fine. Course I'm going to embrace being a silver fox once most of it's oh, there. Yeah. Cause I used to pay a lot of money to have my hair be gray. Oh yeah. Right. So, exactly. <laughs> when it happens fully, I'm, I'm riding that wave, but until <laughs> then I'm it. still, I'm still going to cover it up cause I'm not old yet. <laughs> um, when it comes to finding a trainer, we do have some tips and things to avoid. Um, We've had, we've had good trainers, we've had bad trainers, everything in between, and you just want to make sure that you follow some tips, and then we're going to give you like five things to avoid, and mm. if, if any of these trainers that you talk to do any of these five things, fucking cut and run. Yeah, you can peace out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, set your expectations up front. Like go into your first session knowing or at least having an idea of what you want to get out of the programming for the most part, or if you really honestly don't know, at least write down a few small goals that you might have to give to your coach, to give them an idea of what you're looking for and be honest with yourself. It's not about what you want to do. It's about what you are going to do. Yeah. It's, it's the end goal. Um, the first training session I ever walked into when we met pins the first time back in 2016, I think is when we started working with him. Um, so I walked in and he's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, what's your end goal? And I was like, I want to be strong enough to do this shit. And I showed him videos of Kelsey Keel mm-hmm. and Colleen Foch lifting, doing Olympic lifting. I was like, I want to do that shit. And he's like, okay, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Like probably a couple of years, but you can do that eventually. And I was like, cool, make me fucking strong. And then we just, you know, it, it started as like a bodybuilding kind of a deal. And then we went into more like powerlifting and then we switched gears and went with a different trainer. Cause our, our old trainer moved to a different gym and mm-hmm. rush hour in Puerto Rico is fucking insane in San Juan. And it would take an hour to get there and 45 minutes to come home. So it just wasn't worth it for us at that yeah. point. Um, but when we switched trainers, that's when we started doing more CrossFit stuff. And that's mm-hmm. when I really started to learn about how important like midline stabilization is. Yeah. How your abs control every movement you do, even yep. when you don't think about it, do a chest press and try to do it without bracing your abs. See what yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, your shoulders, your back, like your traps. Mm-hmm. You know how someone does a lot of pulling exercises they have traps like fucking buses parked yeah. on either side of their neck. Right. Like just, I can't wait to have traps that big. I'm going to be that chick that's going to walk in and they'll be like, like what? You going to step on someone that looks like me? Come on. No, not really. I mean, I do want to fight people sometimes. However, not all the time. Um, make sure to do an intro session if you can with your first trainer. Yeah. Um, most gyms offer a free first session. So take advantage of that because you want to make sure that the person you're working with has a personality that meshes with yours. Just yeah. like your hairstylist, just like your tattoo <laughs> artist, just like your doctor. Like if you're going to someone often and you're not meshing with them, it's going to be miserable for both of you. Yep. 
guaranteed you want to set yourself up for success like so if you're not getting along with them and personalities just aren't meshing it's not gonna hurt anybody's feelings if you need to move on to somebody else yeah you're doing what's best for you and at the end of the day I think any coach wants the same for any client as as someone that will eventually hopefully be one if I pass this shit um it wouldn't offend me at all if someone's like you know what you you have a lot of information to offer however we just don't click Mm -hmm. I can respect that Right. You just got to be honest with yourself and, and with the trainer. And if it isn't working, it isn't working. Yeah, it's okay. Go on to the next thing. Now, some things to avoid because there are some things to avoid. And if any of these things happen, just leave. Just leave. Mm-hmm. You don't offer any explanation. If it's your first session, cool, just leave. Yeah. If you're paying somebody already, leave, call later. Um, anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself. So the first time I ever met with a trainer... Uh, we had free gym membership to a local, it wasn't a local gym then, it's a local gym now, so I'm not going to share the name because it's not the same company anymore, uh. um, but we had a free gym membership there, so I had this awesome like $150 a month membership to this place in Lincoln, and uh, went to see a trainer who happened to be a friend of one of my coworkers at the radio station, which makes this doubly fucking frustrating and annoying, so I go talk to the person everything's great at first we go in and start doing the workout they have me do pistol squats Ooh, they have me do pistol squats onto a box as the first movement after five minutes of walking on a treadmill in my personal trainer assessment wow had i known anything about training then i would have just told the guy to fuck off and i would have left right there right so i just went on with the rest of the session it was terrible it was hard um i was uncomfortable the entire time and not in a good way um and i just felt like I was being judged. So we got done and we go do like the, the debrief, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Like we go talk and he's like, well, you're really out of shape. That's, uh, yeah, I would. No you shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. No shit. 190 pounds of me sitting in front of you, sweating my ass off after 20 minutes of light calisthenics, I mm-hmm. would say at best. And you're telling me that I'm out of shape. That's how you want to start this relationship. One, that's how you want to start this relationship. Two, you think I'm going to fucking pay you if you talk to me like that? Yeah. No. No. (laughs) Super, it was super disappointing because it was a friend of a friend. Yeah. And I've never mentioned that to them and I won't and that's fine, but fuck that. If anybody, if you ever go to a trainer and they talk to you like that, leave. Just leave. Yeah. If, if it. If they're speaking to you in a way that makes you uncomfortable or makes you have a reaction other than, okay, I can take your advice. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in, uncomfortable in any way, in any situation, just leave. That that isn't going to be the thing for you. No. And that's fine. And, you know, then I you was, just move on and find something else. Do a little research and you'll find something. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this. This was my shower thought today because I always have a shower thought because... <laughs> I'm standing there shaving my legs. I got to think about something for 10 minutes, right? (laughs) So like I was thinking about shame today. Mm -hmm. Um, Shame is okay when it's internal. Like when you feel shame about yourself, cool. Use that as a motivator. We all feel shame about ourselves from time to time. Mm -hmm. If someone tries to shame you, mm -mm, no bueno. Don't fucking allow that. Nobody gets to shame you but yourself. Yeah. You're the only person that has the key to shame yourself. And even then, don't do it that much. You're allowed to feel shame, but you shouldn't browbeat yourself. Right. You should want to do better sometimes if you don't, you know, succeed in something. But don't beat the shit out of yourself. And definitely, definitely don't let anybody talk to you like that. Anybody. I don't care who it is. Anybody tries to make you feel bad about where you are, how your body is, how you feel, or how you look can fuck all the way off. Yeah. You don't need them. They can just like... 
you don't, you're already like starting something that is typically uncomfortable for most people. You're starting a fitness and nutrition journey. Mm -hmm. Like, and so if you're going to feel shame right out of the gate, you might feel some shame towards yourself anyway, but if someone else is adding to that, you can find something better. Yeah. Guarantee you. You don't deserve that. You're worth way more than that. And that person should not be a personal trainer. Right. Yeah. Um, if they're not checking in on you often enough, both mentally and physically, like you probably need to move on because they should be, it doesn't need to be a daily contact, but they should be checking in with you a couple, multiple times a week. Yeah. And, and with that being said, when you, if they do check in with you and you tell them that you have pain or discomfort Mm -hmm. or during a workout that you have pain or discomfort and they just don't seem to care or aren't listening and keep pushing you anyway, big red flag. Yeah. Big red flag. You're just another, and I don't like to say it like this, but to them, you're just like a paycheck like that. There are, tons 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 of trainers out there that care they really really care they want to see you succeed they take the time to really invest themselves in you and your and that training session they're out there trust me so if you're in that situation you can probably find a better trainer um if they spend more time on their phone Uh, um are, are talking to other trainers or other people and not really paying attention like they're like go do this movement but they're not actively participating in helping yeah then you can probably find a better trainer. Like this is acceptable behavior for, for trainers. If, if you see my trainers never did this, but I saw other trainers at the gym that would be on their phones constantly or talking to other trainers Mm. and their, their clients would come meet with them at the front desk and then go do whatever. And it's like, no, you should be out on the fucking floor with your client, dude. So if a, if a trainer is currently training more than one person at a time, acceptable behavior for them to float around if they're Mm -hmm. going you know if they're making a round around the gym and they're talking to their clients they're doing form checks whatever they say hey to somebody that's coming in the door maybe shoot the shit with a trainer for five seconds on their way by right that's fine your trainer's not going to be glued to your side the entire time you're at the gym and you don't want that either yeah because you'll both get fucking sick of each other real quick (laughs) right um but if they're just not around that's an issue yeah. That's a big issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you, like I said, like you can find a trainer that's going to be invested in you. And eventually yeah. they probably are going to you're get to the point like after a cycle or two where they're like, just check in with me and then you go do your thing because yeah. you're at, at that level. Cool. But if it's like your first couple sessions, like they should be with you yeah. in your session. Absolutely. They shouldn't be like meandering all over the gym. Yeah. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be making the rounds. <laughs> um, if they can't or won't explain why a workout benefits you, that's a big red flag. Um, as someone that's written training plans that kind of has an idea of what I'm doing, but I'm not fully like, which you're beta testing. Thank mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. for doing that. By the <laughs> way, I know you hate me right now. Cause I made you do 15 minutes of ass bike the other day. <laughs> I was like, what kind of monster schedules 15 minutes of a salt bike? It's not max effort. I get it. But Christ, what are you doing? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) If you believe in God, you will see God by the end of 15 minutes on an assault bike. Trust me. Um, But writing workouts. Like, I try to write workouts for people. If somebody asks me for a workout, you know, I try to, I try to, custom tune whatever I have to what they need. Mm-hmm. Like um, my friend Kelsey right now, she's beta testing another program for me and she's had issues with an elbow. So it's like, okay, you're on like timeout for upper body stuff. We're just going to do legs and cardio and we'll reassess that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be able to have a coach that A, knows their programming, yeah. but B, knows how to make their programming work for you. Exactly. Um, if they can't explain why this movement is helping you or why it's good for you, 
you shouldn't be paying them your money because they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Or if they won't take the time to do that, like yeah. you need to know why. And if you're asking that question, they should be able to answer it for you. Absolutely. Hiring a trainer or coach um, doesn't have to be scary and it shouldn't be. Um, I get trying something new typically is going to come with some, a little bit of apprehension, but, um, now that you have all the proper tools to pick the right one, um, it won't be, trust me. Yeah, Uh, it's not that bad. I've had, I've had like six or seven trainers and all, but one of them has been awesome. And the one that hasn't been awesome is just because I paid them for the end of a month and they didn't pay me or they didn't give me workouts for the rest of the month. So that's why they're on my shit list. But otherwise (laughs) that one trainer that I had at that gym eight years ago, Mm mm-hmm. Nine years ago? I don't even remember how long it was. That's the only bad trainer I've ever had. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was my first trainer. So that's why we're having this episode today. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. happen to you. And remember, to that point, anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself isn't worth your time. Your yeah. trainer should be your biggest ally. They shouldn't be a bully in any way. And if they say or do anything to make you feel nothing but amazing for being there and embarking on this journey... Don't go back to that person. You can find somebody else. In order to get the most um, out of utilizing a trainer, you're going to have to be honest with yourself and you're going to have to be willing to put some work in. Obviously, like this journey isn't easy and it isn't easy for a reason because it requires quite a bit of work. Yeah. Um, Coaches can provide and should (laughs) provide individualized training for your goals to maximize your journey on your way to attaining those goals. And don't forget how important nutrition is on this journey. When hiring a coach, they provide insight on nutrition part of this entire deal and don't forget that having a coach helps you keep you accountable it does all of those things are things that you need to have in your toolbox if you're going on this journey or even if you've been on this journey for a while and you just need to you know add to your kit Mm -hmm. um if you have any other questions about trainers coaches goals nutrition anything really i mean whatever you just want to say hey cool email us hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com you can find us on instagram facebook tiktok and youtube at meathead test kitchen on twitter at mtk staff and uh as always we are proud to be a heard at media podcast please follow us and like us on social media and wherever you stream your podcast we're literally on every um, platform anywhere that you listen if you just search meathead test kitchen you'll find us not Um, soundcloud you can't you can't find me (laughs) except for that sorry um when you're all caught up with us you can find uh myself hanging out with aaron Sorensen on the mind your own podcast which is part of the hail varsity network as well um Pat and JT are amazing. They're hilarious. They're wonderful. Dax and Adam with Hollywood Raw. Um, gosh, they have amazing guests on all I'm the time. I'm always jealous of who they get on the show. Like, I, I'm, I, I watch their podcast videos, and I'm just like, God, I love them. And I've been... I've known I've known of Dax forever because right. I interned with Pat and JT and that's how they know him from back yeah. in his TMZ days. So it's been really cool to see that evolution of their relationship go from just this like little the Hollywood segment uh-huh. on the morning show to them having their own podcast to, you know, Hollywood Raw having their own podcast right. and Hollywood Raw is consistently a top 10 rated podcast. So yeah, they're 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 up there. Yeah. <laughs> they have amazing guests and yeah, they do. they're fucking hilarious. I love yeah, those too. We also have a, a newer podcast on the network with USC fighter Joseph Benavides and his wife Megan Olivi. Um, they are at home with Ben Olivi. Check out our newest podcast also, The Shuli Show. You may um you may or may him not from know the that Howard name. Stern show. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> no big deal. That just dropped yesterday. But you so can that's go to cool. herdatmedia.com. Uh, the whole entire network's there. There's something for everybody. Chick and Nick. Nick Baugh just did his uh, March Madness, please don't sue us, March basketball tournament thing uh, <laughs> preview 
Um, mm-hmm. So he's got all those up for the different regions. Um, yeah. yeah, no shortage of great content if you're looking for podcasts right now. We've got a little bit of everything under the Herd at Umbrella. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool to see that grow. Yeah, for sure. Like, poof, like powder <laughs> keg of podcasts. It's yeah. just like we went from a list that was like, you know, we had a good list. And now that list has doubled. And yeah, it's just it's like, great. damn, <laughs> damn. So be sure to check that out. Herdatmedia.com if you have any more uh any more questions about what we've got on our network? And uh, that's where you can find our merch as well, yeah. the Herd at store. So don't know if you've heard yet, but we do have merch. Mm-hmm. It's on the way. We'll be able to show you shortly. Uh, you can check out our store at herdatmedia.com slash shop to see what tickles your fancy so you can rep MTK wherever you go. Mm-hmm. We love you. Have an awesome week. Yes. Be safe. Stay wonderful. Be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Please be nice to each other. Yeah. We really need to work on that one. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. MTK, out. out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.